Blog Talk Radio. Greetings and salutations. This is your Hempaware host, Tyler Hemp, broadcasting with Hempaware Radio from the gorgeous state of California. On this episode, I'm excited and honored to have an environmental enthusiast, an entrepreneur, and just an all-around great guy, Andrew Beckler with Grass Sticks, an awesome outdoors company out of Steamboat Springs, Colorado. And on this episode, we're going to be getting into the benefits of hemp as a webbing material. And um, not only has Andrew utilized two of the strongest and most renewable materials for his product that we're going to talk to you about today, but it's a product that reminds you of how important it is to get outside, appreciate nature, move your body. And uh, so to get right into the meat of the show, it's an honor and a privilege. Welcome, Andrew. Thanks so much for being on today. Thanks for having me, Tyler. Really appreciate it. So let's uh, let's talk a little bit about your background and um, about your company and products. Uh, let us know a little bit about your you know your story. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I've been a I've been a skier you know most of my life, um, and uh, went to school for physics, civil engineering. Um, done plenty of carpentry throughout my life as well. Um, but decided to go the ski bum route for a little bit. Um, after doing that for a couple of years, I realized that there was a void in the ski pole industry um, and that there was just a general lack of enthusiasm for ski poles. Um, you know, anyone can go out there and just, you know, pick up a pair of poles and, and you got it out of necessity, um, not because you, you thought the poles were cool or you really wanted that pair. Um, and I kind of sought out to, to fill that void and change that a little bit and make a pair of poles that, uh, you know, skiers can be, be really excited about. And not only that, but have them locally made, have them sustainable, have them really high performance, um, because right now the only options available are um, carbon fiber and aluminum poles. You know, these are products and materials that are either mined from the earth or industrially manufactured, mass-produced in, in factories overseas and then and brought over here and sold. So I'm really just seeking to, to change all that. Right on. So... The two main materials that you're using in your ski poles, and by the way, our listeners, go check out grasssticks.com. And uh, if you're a skier, if you're a hiker, um, you know, share this with your friends. It's an awesome, renewable product, eco-friendly, you know, earth-friendly product. And um, the two main materials that you're using are are bamboo and hemp. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. Um, you know, the bamboo makes the shaft of the pole. Um, and we've chosen the hemp webbing for the uh, the ski pole strap. Um, on top of that, there are plastic components, um, which you know is just a, a great lightweight option uh, for those those small component pieces. But you know the majority of the product is made of that bamboo, and again the the hemp webbing. Um, both these products are or both these materials rather are sustainable, which is great. Again, the alternatives there for the, the shaft are either carbon fiber or aluminum. Um, and then the alternatives that you have for the uh, the straps for the webbing are usually a petroleum-based uh, plastic, um, mm-hmm. some of which are available recyclable but just don't offer the, uh, the great looks, aesthetic, um, and the durability and uh, eco-friendliness that hemp does. So, Right on. So you guys actually get the raw materials shipped over to Steamboat and each each stick is hand sanded and finished with 
a marine grade coating um, and then you guys just uh, you have it available on your website is, is there any other physical locations that people can go check them out or is mainly the website um, mainly the website we are a new company but that is correct you know we, we're getting these materials shipped to us in steamboat each pole is handmade by us right there in town um, even to the extent that we are even, you know, sewing the hem straps right here in house. We're not getting anything pre-made, so they're they're sewn, they're stitched here in house. We stitch our own labels on, which are also made in the United States, um, all made right in Steamboat. We are a new company, so we don't have a lot of uh, retailers carrying us yet. But there are two shops in Steamboat Springs that will be carrying us this winter, um, and in the coming years, where you certainly seek to add a lot more retail shops as well. So for now. Um, the main outlet for people to take a look at these are the website. Again, that's grassticks.com. You can go on there. You can customize all your color options, your basket sizes, and really have the opportunity to, to customize and build your own pole. So we're excited awesome. about that. And you actually you have a, a pro team of, of guys that are using your sticks, right? We do, yeah. Um, we are sponsoring. Uh, we've probably got about 10 different athletes on the team right now, and you'll see those updates to the website shortly. Uh, we, we have a couple – uh, athlete bios up there as well um but you know i myself am not a uh i've been a, a professional skier in the skiing industry in the sense i've been a coach i've been a ski instructor um but these guys on the team and girls on the team are uh are pro skiers you know they're they're sending themselves 30 feet off of cliffs they're professional competitors um and they're they're wow. really excited about these poles they, they perform really well and they're excited about the the looks the durability and the eco-friendliness of them too Wow, that is awesome. So so you've definitely done the testing, it sounds like, as far as considering other materials to use. What I'm curious, you know, you've, you've mentioned carbon fiber and, and aluminum, um, ha, and, and then you mentioned as far as the straps, you know, there's the nylon option or, or the synthetic material. Did you kind of, you know, consider other materials beforehand and, and do some experimenting or or was hemp kind of like your first choice and, and your final final choice after you know doing the research? Um, we definitely did consider other options and actually used other options at first, especially um, during the testing phase of our polls. Um, like you said, we have done plenty of testing with them. Um, you know, the first year that we were semi in operation, which was mostly just testing and you know uh, making changes to the product, we got polls out to the local community which, you know, the majority of which are also professional skiers, instructors, coaches, et cetera. Um, I myself have over 100 days on my parents' poles, so we've done a lot of testing. But at first we were using a um, a, a polyester strap. Um, while it was functional, we didn't like the looks of it, and we didn't like the fact that it was petroleum-based. You know, this it had to be um, manufactured. And, again, there was something that was being manufactured overseas, and, um, and we weren't we weren't too happy with it. Um, after realizing that we didn't want to go with a non-renewable resource like that, we looked into other things like cotton fiber, um, bamboo fiber actually, which obviously would go great with our bamboo poles. Uh, we looked at recycled polyester, um, so just some more options for uh, more eco-friendly materials. But we ended up settling on hemp, and especially after talking with yourself, um, realized the benefits of it. Not only does it look great. Have an you know a natural feel, a natural look, um, but it's incredibly renewable. Hemp, you know, grows at a fantastic rate, just as bamboo does. Um, but the reason why we chose it over, I guess, the other natural products like the recycled or the bamboo fibers, were just its natural durability um, and and performance. 
uh, it just outperformed everything else. Uh, hemp or the bamboo, rather, the bamboo fibers tended to deteriorate a little quicker over time, as did the cotton, and the hemp's just going to hold up better than than those weddings are. So we're no. really happy with it. You there, Tyler? Tyler, sounds like we might have broken up. Can you hear me? Mr. Andrew, are you still with me? I am there. Awesome. Well, we had a little hiccup, but we're back live. Um, sometimes we have those technical challenges, but uh, it's all part of the all part of the show. Um, Absolutely. <clears throat> so anyway, back to where we left off. I'm curious. Um, the grass sticks is you know is an amazing product, and it sounds like as far as the durability, the look, the feel, the strength is all meeting your expectations. Do you have plans to develop other products for grass sticks, um, you know, with hemp or other renewable materials into the future? Uh, we do, yeah. We're we're looking at some possible products to go into the future, mainly just the use of trekking poles as well as ski poles, uh, where the main difference there is going to be the basket material and then also the uh, the tip. The ski poles have a sharp metal tip on them whereas the uh, the trekking poles will have the option to add a, a rubber tip as well. And you'll see that showing up on the website probably within the next couple months. Um, and again, utilizing that hemp strap, uh, we, we don't see any any other better product for that. So, Awesome. So the basket, is that kind of a, a way for leverage, or how does the, the basket part of the pole work? Yeah, so uh, for skiing, the basket's really important because uh, as you would – press the pole into the snow, the basket is what's going to keep that pole afloat. Whereas if the basket wasn't there, uh, you can imagine the pole is just going to sink down into that deep snow, which could be, you know, 10 feet deep in some places. So you just lose your pole. So the basket um, is just a a piece there that's going to allow that pole to to sit on top of the snow and allow you to actually push off the snow and get some leverage there. Um, Whereas for a trekking pole or a hiking pole, you don't need that large thick basket. So you will have the option, um, and you currently do have the option, to either remove that basket altogether or replace it with a uh, a smaller size basket that would be a little more suitable to just, you know, pressing through mud or something like that uh, where you don't need that mm-hmm. large basket that you would need on snow. And our baskets are all interchangeable, um, so that gives you the option to take your, your ski poles, take the basket off, or add a smaller basket, um, and add that rubber tip on uh, to convert to a summer boat for hiking and trekking. Right on. That's very cool. And I, I noticed some um, um, a piece on your website, your guarantee. You guys actually offer an 18-month unlimited warranty. So, I mean, that's, that's awesome for how much use this thing could get in 18 months to, to have confidence in the material. Obviously, you guys have done the research, and uh, so that's a really great, you know, feature or offer that you guys that you guys offer so um yeah um mm-hmm. one, of, one of the biggest things with bamboo is not everyone really knows about it um and we do know it we do trust it and we have tested it and we do know it is going to hold up uh so we just want to offer that warranty to to give our customers the um you know the knowledge that they need to 
to trust the product because um, bamboo is going to hold up. It's it's a great alternative and a better alternative to, to what's out there right now. So uh, we want we want everyone to be uh, confident in the fact that it's going to last for for years and years to come. So awesome, absolutely. Now as Hempaware raiser of hemp, and obviously bamboo is a very abundant plant. And with that mindset of abundance, you know, I am, I consider myself a hemp entrepreneur. You're obviously an entrepreneurial type, you know, creating your own company and developing a product. What are some of the principles or some of the, you know, skill sets that you've had to develop as a business owner to, you know, bring a product to the market? Absolutely. Um, general business knowledge, I would say, is one of the, the key things that I've had to learn and will continue to learn. Um, like I said, I've been a skier my whole life. I've got a background in physics and engineering uh, and carpentry, so I'm, I'm comfortable creating a, a solid, structurally sound product. Um, but bringing it to market, getting it out to people, um, and generally running running a business is something that I'm continually learning and, and will continue to learn. Um, and it's been, it's been a great experience. Um, as far as other, like, values and stuff um you know i really wanted to go into this company uh having a local product having something handmade handcrafted something that i'm not getting made overseas and then just simply selling here in the united states uh so the the importance of keeping a local made in colorado as much as possible has been on on the top priority um but the skill set of just uh, having a business and uh and executing that the right way has been really important and then using my backgrounds in physics engineering carpentry to, to create a structurally sound project has been really important and useful along the way Right on. So you're really, you, in order to run a business, it's not just about knowing accounting or it's not just about knowing how to do, you know, uh, carpentry. You really have to have multiple skills and understand a, a wider picture of how to operate uh, a business and, and bring a product to the market. What are some of the ways that you guys, uh, you know, communicate the message to your community? Um, do you guys use social media? Are you, you know, doing printing ads, or what are some of the things that you do to to get your message out to the people and and you know educate them about your product? Yeah, so marketing is definitely one of the biggest aspects, of, especially of starting at a company. People need to know about it, and in skiing and in the ski industry and for ski gear. Um, Simple advertising isn't really enough. Uh, people aren't going to trust a product. People aren't going to buy a product unless they see it in other people's hands, unless they see their ski instructors using it, unless they see professional athletes using it, unless they see their friends and fellow skiers using the product and trusting it already. Uh, that, that's the best type of marketing. Um, so we've got various outlets that we're going to be uh, kind of pursuing rather aggressively this year. Um, we'll be at some trade shows. We're going to be at the Denver Ski and Snowboard Expo. We'll be at the Boston Ski and Snowboard Expo. Those are both in the beginning of November. Uh, we'll be at Snow Sports um, Industries of America, which is a buyer-facing uh, trade show, also in Denver. Um, in addition to those trade shows, we're going to be at an event most weekends throughout the winter, uh, whether it's a race event, a competition event, or simply just setting up a demo tent at various ski resorts throughout the country. Um, we'll be somewhere every weekend, and you'll see a schedule show up on our website here in the next uh, probably month. Um, as we finalize our traveling schedule and our, our our demo tent schedule. So, you know, the the key thing there is that we can actually get the poles out there and allow skiers to use them, allow them to take a couple of runs with them out on the hill and, and experience the, the performance and the durability of our product. Um, so that's the biggest part is just getting it out there in people's hands. 
In addition to that, we do have sponsored athletes that allows, you know, any skier to see that you can use this pole. It's a high performance quality product that professional athletes even are using. Um, we also have a network of product reps, representatives, uh, mostly located in different ski towns throughout the United States, um, which again will allow uh, customers to, to talk to this rep who's going to be knowledgeable about the product. They can learn about it. They can try it out and then they can place an order through them as well. So, Right on. Well, those are really great insights. You know, no matter what industry you're in, doing some of the things that Andrew mentioned is a great way of, of you know, marketing your product. And <clears throat> it, it's about the education and it's about the experience of the product that really, I think, people get sold on. You know, let the product sell itself, especially quality products like these grass sticks. You know, when you put it in someone's hand, <clears throat> they can feel it. They can test it out <clears throat> for themselves. That's, you know, pretty much all you need to do. The product's going to sell itself. If they see the value and, and the benefit, they're going to they're going to jump on board. And uh, and like you said, having those people repre representing the product, you know, famous people or, or professionals, um, you know, people that that have trust and and they know and, and they like these people and they see them using it. That's that's those are great insights. I appreciate that. Um, so, you know, I'm curious as far as as your your hemp uh, passion or or you know I realized you, you got into hemp <clears throat> because you saw the durability because you saw the strength because you saw the the quality of the texture and 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 what it's able to do for your grass sticks. Do you have um, a desire to educate and and bring the message of what hemp is and what it can be to your customers? Do you um, do you see the value in, you know, educating them ab about hemp in general, you know, as a plant? Is that something that you guys are into? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it's become, and it's been a kind of a recent uh, thing that I've learned about as well. I wasn't as knowledgeable about it until I, I spoke with you and looked into it a little more into the benefits of, of using it and how, uh, how much better it can be than, than a plastic webbing. Um, so it is something we promote and it is something we try to educate our, our customers on. You know, one of the big parts about grass sticks and our company in general, uh, not just our ski poles, but any products we plan to come out with in the future, is that they're eco-friendly and that they're using sustainable materials. Um, so educating them on the different components of our poles and our products, part of which are those hemp straps, that webbing, um, is going to be a huge part of it. Um, so not only are we, you know, trying to gain trust and educate people about the uses of bamboo, um, not just in ski poles, but in other ways as well, but I'm certainly a part of that. Um, you know, it's an incredibly renewable resource. It grows really rapidly, just very similar to bamboo, and uh, they kind of go hand in hand. So uh, we are certainly trying to educate our customers about the great uses of that, and, and hopefully they uh, they can see the uses of it in, in other aspects as well, um, not just our, our hemp webbing and our straps. You know, you can use it for clothing and, and other textiles, so... Uh, it is certainly something we're trying to trying to push and educate about. Yeah, most certainly. Some hemp teas or something for grass sticks and for all the riders to, you know, <clears throat> have have the grass sticks logo on the front or the back of, of the teas too to kind of segue into the poles. <clears throat> One of the other things um, I, I thought about as far as the grass sticks and obviously bamboo is a fabulous product um i love bamboo in general you know for building and 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 you know for textile applications um <clears throat> but the fact that you're just using the raw 
bamboo material. You're not really doing any type of processing to it other than a little bit of sanding and, and maybe staining. Is, is that right? You're not like compressing it or putting heat or any anything else. You're just using that raw hemp uh, hemp stock. Is that right? Uh, yeah, it's pretty close. So we what the uh, how our bamboo comes to us is uh, it's actually kiln dried. Um, so there is a small step in processing that. Uh, it gets dried in a kiln. Other bamboo can be sun-dried, um, but when you kiln-dry bamboo, it actually crystallizes those sugars that are in there. Um, so it's a process kind of similar to, to tempering steel. It really adds a lot of extra strength and is going to reduce the risk of uh, having any stretch fractures or points where the bamboo might be able to, to crack or break. Um, so as they, as they kiln-dry, it, it really strengthens that and brings that, um, that risk of uh, failure to, to near zero. Um, we actually have not broken a pole yet. Uh, last year, we'd probably have about 230 pairs of poles in circulation right now. Again, we are a new company, and this is going to be the first winter we're, we're really getting out there and aggressively marketing the product. But no one's broken a pole yet. So that kiln-dry process is really important to us. But we are just using the raw stock, or bamboo clum, it's called. Um, and all we do is sand it down and place a clear coat on it, and that helps seal in the moisture because changes in moisture, especially as it's coming from a humid place up to places like Colorado where it's very dry, you don't want that moisture to change around a lot um, because that's going to allow that bamboo clum to, to move and expand and contract. So we do do a, a light sanding and then a clear coat to, uh, to seal in the moisture and allow uh, no more moisture to escape or get in. Um, and it also is great for looks. You know, the poles, they come out with a kind of a nice clear shine on them, and they, they look really great. But we are just using that raw stock, that raw plum. Uh, whereas other applications of bamboo, like for fly rods is a great example. Uh, it's a technique called split cane, and they actually are using a much larger diameter uh, piece of bamboo, cutting it down into split uh, kind of triangular shapes, and then combining it back together. Um, whereas the bamboo we're using uh, is a really, it's a particular species, that's a little harder to find, a little harder to get and source, but it's it's perfect in its raw, natural form and creates a, a really a perfect uh, ideal skeeple. Right on. <clears throat> well, I, I love how you know what you're doing. You know that that's a, a true sign of of an entrepreneur, where you know the ins and outs of your product, the, the sourcing, the quality, <clears throat> the types, etc. And one of my curiosities, obviously being a hemp entrepreneur. I'm starting to think, gosh, I wonder if we could take hemp stocks and somehow treat it or, you know, uh, put it through the kiln and, and cure it in a way that, you know, will, will perform like the bamboo. I, I wonder if that's even something uh, that's possible or something that you've ever th thought about or considered. Yeah, I haven't thought about it, but definitely something I'd, I'd love to consider. Um, again, bamboo works well for us because of uh, the stiffness it has when you push on it. But when you really push on it, if you were to crash or something, it has the ability to bend to almost a 90-degree angle, and then it's going to spring back into place, which is why it's so much of a better material than, a, than aluminum. Aluminum is just going to kink or snap. Um, so if we could get like a, a hemp stock to, to kind of react in, and work in the same way, again, maybe uh, through some process of, of kiln drying or, or straightening it out in the right way, uh, it sounds like it could certainly be a possibility and something I'd love to look into. You know, I'm always looking for, uh, for new products and new, uh, new uses for stuff, so... Yeah. Well, I wonder if I I could hook you up with uh, one of the Colorado hemp farmers and get you some hemp stocks. Do you go, do you guys do the own your own kiln drying, or do you have somebody do that for you? Or if we set you some stocks, would you be able to do, experiment with it? 
Um, we do not do our own kill drying for the bamboo. We order it in pretty large quantities, um, and our okay. supplier does that for us. There it is, location. But uh, mm-hmm. if we did get a hold of, of some hemp stocks, it's something we could uh, set up just a small kind of test kiln uh, for some smaller quantities, and it's certainly something I'd love to experiment with. Awesome. Well, this has been an, a wonderful episode. I hope you guys got some value out of this. It's always great to see new and upcoming hemp related products or products that have hemp in them. Um, <clears throat> we just have a couple minutes left. If you want to download this hemp episode, you can uh, go to the iTunes podcast library. Just type in hemp aware and uh, you can also visit us on hempaware.com forward slash radio for all the past hemp episodes. If you haven't already, go check out Graph Sticks. Get a hold of Andrew if you have any questions or if you're ready to order your set of uh, ski poles. Uh, we encourage you to do that, especially if you live in a mountain area. Um, <clears throat> but I do have one last question for you, Andrew. If, um, if you were to encourage a business owner out there um, that, you know, was considering integrating hemp materials into their, into their product line, what's... Um, you know, an encouragement or, or some words of wisdom that you would recommend them to actually go ahead and choose hemp uh, for their product line? What's, what's something that you would share with them as to why they should? Um, you know, for us, it's just been a, a really win-win situation. Um, there's obviously other materials out there. Currently, we're using, again, using the hemp for our straps, so it's a three-quarter inch hemp webbing. Um, but there's so many other uses out there for it. And we, we've chosen it just for its its great looks has been so much better than the alternative products out there. Um, natural looks, which fits really well with our, our natural handmade products. Um, incredible strength, incredible durability. We really, really couldn't be happier with it. Um, so, yeah, I really encourage anyone else that is using uh, any other type of a textile, whether it's for webbing, whether it's for clothing, uh, whether it's rope or twine, um, you know, hemp's really going to be a, a fantastic option. I really encourage everyone to, to look into it. It's a, it's a phenomenal material and uh, great for a new environment. And it's going to be great for your products as well because of the looks and the durability of it. it it's really fantastic. So I encourage everyone to go out and, and take a look at it. It's going to help you out. Awesome. Thank you so much for being on today's show, Andrew. I really appreciate your knowledge and wisdom. And I look forward to getting myself a pair of grass sticks and uh you know putting them on display i I, i'm not much of a skier but i'm definitely into the outdoors and i'll be getting myself some some hiking poles and and using it for that purpose and helping get the word out so thank you so much for being on today's show i really appreciate it yeah not a problem tyler thanks for having me and i'll look forward to, to getting some hiking poles out to you sooner than later right on have a great day you as well thank you very much